Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah. otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate to yeah. that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. It's springtime, which, according to my next guest, is the perfect time to declutter your pantry. Anita Burgess is a decluttering queen. She's helped me organise my kids' clothes. It was amazing, and I'm certain she's got some great tips for the kitchen. Hi, Anita. How are you? Hi, Chef. Thank you for having me. Now, why is this the perfect time to declutter declutter the pantry? Okay, first of all, we've all probably accumulated a lot over winter, whether it's clothes, weight, and the pantry obviously gets a little bit oversized as well. Also, because of the pantry moths, that's the big thing. You know those little weevil things? Yes, I hate them. Okay, so what happens is they kind of hibernate. So even if you – because what happens is how they arrive at your home is you buy them from the supermarket. Really? So they come in your rice. They can come in your tea. They can come in your um, powdered stock. Wow. Those are the things they come in. Because I always thought they crawled in once you No, no, no. Them. They don't live in your home and wait for something delicious to come in the pantry. <laughs> you bring them in. Wow. That's why you can actually get them out. So what happens is, say you bring it home um, and then they just kind of chill mm-hmm. during winter. Mm-hmm. And then these pan- then in spring it starts to become warmer and that's when they start to... Um, wherever they've burrowed, usually in those holes where your shelf supports are. I'll go through that in a minute with you. But they start. then you start to see the moths. Yes. And then the moths lay the eggs and then the weevils and then it just becomes this terrible cycle and your pantry is not in a good place. So this is the time to get everything out, declutter the pantry, get everything expired, anything that you haven't used, anything that you see is opened you know, and not sealed properly, this is the time to do it and get it organised because you will have a peaceful spring and the rest of the year, basically. Let's get it done. Okay, so you gave us a few tips on where to sort of start. Yes. Uh but is there a particular place? Because I think that's the whole thing with decluttering, right? You yes. look at what needs to be done and you just go, I've no idea where, where to begin. Um, do you have any tips? Like, do you go... Cereals first, do you go Okay, so first of all, I want you to dedicate time to this. So this isn't a bedside table. You remember when we were talking about this, like, you know, when we did the toys, um, the clothes, the kids' clothes. This isn't one drawer at a time. A pantry has to be done, the whole pantry. You can't really do one shelf because it all kind of combines together of where everything is going to be organised after. So I say for a normal so you know normal size pantry which would kind of be a double door six shelves let's just talk that you're looking at a four to six hours oh easily i can imagine easily and you have to put time aside for this so it's not a little project you'll do in the morning um yeah <laughs> that doesn't work and that's what happens that's why people get actually more frustrated with decluttering and they don't like to do it because they feel like they put in this time and then they end up with everything out on the table Kids are coming home, everything gets shoved back in the area it was, and you have to start again without the goal actually being achieved, you know? So first thing is set yourself a good amount of time for a pantry. Second of all is set yourself up a great space. So whether it's a dining table or a bench or even if you bring in a trestle table, sometimes I've been, you know, if we don't have the space, set yourself up the right amount of space because you've got to get everything out of that pantry somewhere. Mm-hmm. And okay. you take it all out at once? Or, okay, so <laughs> look at you stepping way, way ahead. So what we're going to do is once we set that up, I also get some 10-litre containers, um, sorting 
boxes kind of thing so we can sort as we go. Um, and I, I set them up like, you know, 10 or whatever on these table. As I'm pulling things out, I am decluttering and sorting at the same time. So as I'm pulling stuff out, I'm looking for an expiry date or a best before date. And um, and then I'm also sorting into whatever section it is. Might be rice and grains, might be dried fruit, might be kids snacks, might be baking. But as we go, we're sorting. Really good point I just mentioned was about the best before and expiries. Do you know the difference of that? Um, it, 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 you, I'm interviewing no. you now. <laughs> okay. So best before means it loses its freshness, but it won't kill you. Okay. <laughs> okay. So as in like, oh, you know, you see on your spices, you see a lot of best befores. Trust me. I did a home last week. I think we had 2011, a best before date. Oh, wow. Right. Now you can use it. It won't kill you, but that soup is not going to taste really good. It's not going to have that fresh you know, basil smell or oregano flavour you want. So get rid of it, really, you know. Expiry, though, means it could harm you, okay? And I say that, you'll find that a lot with liquids and ointments and stuff like that. You'll find they have expired dates. It's not worth it. I Chuck once kept a, a hair product for 10 years past its expiry date. Oh, my God, you still got hair. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, I didn't use Admittedly, it that much, exactly. but... <laughs> but isn't it shocking? Like, I mean, I th- you know, medicines are different, but, you know, let's stick to pantry. But you can find things you, you just don't realise once you get to that back 80%. You know, the truth is we're only really using that front 20% of every shelf in our pantry, that back 80%. You're finding that old, you know, that thing you picked up at Hunter Valley three years ago, a good old chutney. And let's be honest, it's not, you know, you're not using all the barbecue marinade you got for Christmas from a workmate. It's literally just taking up space in this pantry. Valuable space. Yes. Because once we get this pantry organised and decluttered, it's going to save you money. So when you, I'm um, just going back a yeah. step, when you were talking about the 10 litre buckets, because yes. I know you used this process when yes. we did the kids' clothes yes. and it worked really well, um, are those buckets where you're putting um, expired stuff? Expired stuff's going in the bin straight yeah, away. Straight in the so bin. I've got to have, I've got a garbage bag right next to me and also also set yourself up like, you know, you, sometimes if recycle, like the jars and that, you might be able to recycle, so make sure you tip them out in the sink, you know, and or it's oil, you know, how to dispose of it properly. There's different ways. Have a little look on Google or by all means contact me and I can help you out. But I'm, what I'm doing is I'm trying to sort like items together. So it would be the kids' snacks the, th- that kind of stuff. That's, that's, that's how I'm sorting. Separate. Those boxes okay. are for sorting. Right. Then I have rubbish, yep. recycling. Yep. That's really all you need. Okay. And a go elsewhere, yes. which we talked about, which is something that you know that might not be there. It's weird in a pantry, really. Sometimes to have a sock in a pantry is the go <laughs> I haven't come across that yet. But I have found things like, you know, maybe, you know, scissors all the way up the top, you know, so kids can't, you know, can't reach it. There's all these different ways that, you know, to make sure we stick, though, to the kitchen. We're not running around the house. You know my rules. Yes, I love them too. <laughs> my, uh, you're listening to Kindling, Kindling Conversation. My name's Siobhan Hunt. I'm speaking with Anita Burgess from Mizon Plus. We're talking about decluttering the pantry and Anita's just taken us through um, setting yourself up so you have your buckets to sort your food, you've got your rubbish bin, you've got your recycling pile and you've got your go elsewhere bucket because the idea is as Anita said as you set aside 
minimum four to six hours, six hours probably, you know, in my pantry, <laughs> and then you just stay there and you get it done. Okay, so um, you, you've sorted them. What, what do you do then? Okay, so then, of course, then I might want to talk about what containers we were using. Um, if it is, you know, cereals or something like that, if, the, if there's a lot of things that I've seen open, crackers, all that, we need to find a system that keeps out these weevils and pantry moss. So once we've done all the hard work. Um, so things like I use sometimes OXO containers. They're quite good because they have this vacuum seal on them once you push down. I like to use clear containers, yeah. okay, because clear is really, really good in a pantry because what you use for rice one week the next week might be for breadcrumbs. So you're not continuously labelling kind of thing. So you can just have pasta, but whether whatever's in there, you know. Mm-hmm. So clear containers, tight seal. And get every, and then get once you get everything out, we're going to clean it as well. So give it a good wipe down. Go into all those crevices um, in your shelves. That's what I was saying. Those holes where those shelf supports are. That's where the pa- where the pantry moths like to hibernate. So get in there with um, some tea tree oil on a Q-tip or something like that, and clean those all out as well. So then, once we've got everything out, we've cleaned it. Next tip is to kind of measure, you've got your containers done. We've chosen maybe mason jars, whatever. We've now done that. We've decanted. We've been able to go through everything, seeing that there's no pantry moss. If there is in anything, get rid of it. Also look on the bottom of containers, like tea canisters. Like look at the bottom of a jar because they might not be in it, but they might have, you know, made a home somewhere. Then what we're going to do is we're going to kind of look at the size of stuff. So, you know, obviously if we want to have oils and vinegars, on a shelf, we want to make sure that shelf is higher. Most pantries, you won't believe it, they have adjustable shelving. <laughs> and it's probably the biggest mistake I see in a lot of people in homes when they try and do it. They just don't realise that it's adjustable. And if it's not, get a handyman in and get him to draw you some extra holes. Yeah, so you can simple. Actually, it's simple. People are like, I can't believe I didn't think of that. So instead of like putting the oil and vinegar half here, half there, half there, because you just open up your shelving. Yeah, because they're not all the same height. Yeah, that exactly. makes sense. So then the next part would be, so we kind of now we're, now we're also sizing up our real estate as well. So in the pantry, we look at, you know, for, you know from between your waist and your eyes or the top of your head is prime real estate. So everything you use in that area is the stuff you use almost every day, I would say. So like cereals. Um, oils and vinegars, spices, condiments, spreads, that kind of thing. That's the kind of stuff we use every day. Mm-hmm. Um, then when you're looking above or below, then you're looking at um, your canned items and your flowers and your rice and grains and pastas because, you know, I don't know if you eat pasta every day, but if I did, it'd be big trouble. <laughs> so, you know, so we've got, you know, the pastas up there, baking goods up there, you know, when you make a cake on the weekend or maybe once, whenever it is. But those are things you put up higher. The bottom, bottom level of a pantry, I always keep for heavy appliances or stock. As in, you know, you might go and buy a whole lot of bottled water, whatever it may be, pop it, whatever. Those are the things you keep at the bottom is stock. And you don't want heavy appliances above shoulder. Mm. height ever in a kitchen anyway but in a pantry if I see those rice cookers and that up the top I like to bring it down to Mm. the bottom yeah so we've kind of now mapped out that's what I like to do next is map out the pantry so we know we're going to do oils vinegars spices and we've given the whole each shelf it's like it's space 
Then the next thing I kind of do is I, I like to go out and buy some organising stuff, um, having everything uniformed. So again, all those clear containers, those jars, roll-out drawers. If you're going to stick with clear plastic, do the whole thing clear plastic. You know, if you're going to do, you know, chrome shelving, then try and make whatever you can, you know, uh, the chrome handy shelves or whatever. Don't have like two different handy shelves, one white, you know, powder coated and one chrome. Try and keep those things uniformed. It makes it look um, tidy tidy and not cluttered. Makes Mm -hmm. it calmer. So if you kind of stick to that. Um, And then you kind of have to think about the potential you've got for each level. So even again, when I said about adjusting those shelves, if you have an area that you just need one section to get, get a shelf helper. So you just add in a little shelf to half a shelf. Do you kind of get what I mean by that, Chef? I do. My mother-in-law has bought them for us before, except we... We probably used it in the wrong way because we put it on well, the upside benches. down. No, no. <laughs> I wouldn't no, put it past no. me. I wouldn't put it past me. But yeah. we we had used those shelves um, because we're in a rental property. Yep. We don't have one pantry. I'm sure other people have this yes. issue. We've got cupboards. Yes, and so the food and everything is all around the place. But the other thing I was going to ask you, particularly about yes. those, those shelving things, yes. is when you're in a, a space like that and it's actually really deep. Mm-hmm. Those are the best things. So I've seen so many pantries like this. And usually a pantry, we, we, you know, ideally you'd probably want 450 deep. That's really a good amount. That's about, you know. Mm. Sometimes I've seen 60, 80 deep because that's, you know, when whoever's built it, that's how deep it is. Those shelf helpers are the best for that. So you put them right about uh, at the back because yep. you want to get, you want to be able to see things you know, once they're buried in the back, you need to be able to visually see it because that's when you're wasting money and throwing away food Mm. once you can't see it. So a really good tip when doing this with your pantry is you want everything to be seen. Yes. Everything. So again, if you're on the top level or bottom level, if you've got things like baking, I put it all in a container, whether it's, you know, the hundreds and thousands, the icings, all that, I put it in one container and label it baking. So at the front... When I open that pantry, it doesn't matter how high it is, I know what's in that box baking. I've got to get up, bring it down, have a look in there. Mm. So same thing with cans. What happens with cans? They just, you know, it really just, you really only see the top 20, the, the first 20% is I love to use a three-tier shelving system. So it's like a little stage for the cans to perform. <laughs> I love it. But you put it one, you know, the diced tomatoes, diced tomatoes, diced tomatoes, three in front of each other. You can always see, you'll always know, you'll never go out and buy anything. I have seen so many times where the partner or a husband or a wife has gone out and thought, oh, we need pesto. I've had a home that's had like 10 jars of pesto. <laughs> Just because he always thought we never want to run out of pesto, you know. Oh, I love it. There is so much this, but I'm getting the wrap-up. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, there's so much pantry love. There is a lot of pantry love. <laughs> you, Every time you come in, you inspire me. I'm like, right, I'm going home. Damn, when am I going to find <laughs> six hours to declutter the pantry? I will find it. Anita, thank you so much for coming My in. My pleasure. Thank you. That's Anita Burgess. She is the decluttering expert from Mizon Plus. And if you're interested in the video I mentioned where Anita explains how to organize your kids' clothes, I've already had one friend watch it, copy it, and then send me a photo of her drawer. Obviously very excited about it. We'll put a link on our website along with more information about Anita. Just head to kindling.com.au and search for Anita in the search bar. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. 
find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.